What's up, everybody? Welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today we want to announce a mm-hmm. brand new thing that we're starting, and that is going to be a book giveaway. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> We are happy to trumpet and announce to you that uh, we have partnered with Crossway and -hmm. we're going to be giving away some Crossway books. And Mm -hmm. so we're going to give you details on how to get those books at the end of this episode. So stick around until then. And in the meantime, we want to talk about books. Yes, you love books. I love books. So we should talk about them. There, and there have been some helpful books that I have read in the mm-hmm. course of my marriage, and I think there's been some helpful yeah. books that you've read. So we want to talk about what those books are mm-hmm. and also why we think it's important to read books. Why Is this a worthwhile way to spend your time, and uh, how do you go about doing that? So just some practical concerns around the book thing. Right. And um, so let's just get right into it. Okay, let's do it. Tell me, Bethany, how many books have you read about marriage? (laughs) How many books have I read? Oodles. Maybe it's time for another one. Yeah, I probably should read more books. I I want to read more books. There are a lot of good books out there. And I know every time I've sat down and made it through a book, it has impacted my life. I've walked away with something practical. I've been encouraged and pushed on. So I, I do think books have a place. It's just they don't have as big of a place in my life as I'd like them to <laughs> compared to you for sure. Yeah. You know, you're like the yeah. book nerd. Well, that seems like a hostile uh, comment. <laughs> a, good, a good book nerd. <laughs> I like reading, and uh, but it is hard to find time to read in the middle of just busy, yes. busy years yes. in life. And so uh, that's why I think it's important to start with the why. Mm-hmm you're probably not just going to accidentally read a bunch of great stuff. Right. Uh, This is something you have to purpose to do. And so we want to start by just identifying why it is important to schedule time to read and prioritize time to read, even if it's a lot of other stuff competing with your your time. Right. um, So you said Mm -hmm. one answer to that question. Uh, you, You see the value. Yeah of reading books when you actually do it. Yes. It's true. There's just, I mean, there's so much in a book that when you methodically, carefully, thoughtfully read through it, there are going to be certain chapters and aspects, certain stories that pop out and there's just, they they make a lasting impression, much like, you know, a sermon does, but this is now a long kind of lengthy way to go through a topic and to really think through your own life and hear what this author who's studied and prepared and written, I mean, they're usually farther along. They're usually an expert. It's like it's like going to get expert advice mm-hmm. or help or mm-hmm. support. And mm-hmm. so it is really valuable. Yeah. And you just said a couple things I want to highlight. One, it's it's like getting advice from mm-hmm. an expert. Right. That's that's a great opportunity. There are a lot of good resources out there to read and learn something to get that advice that you need, especially in this critical stage of life that Mm -hmm. is marriage, where there's all these new challenges and parenting, where there's all these new challenges. I mean, we just face these problems and there are people that have gone through them and can point out uh, how to navigate them with a Christian worldview. Right. And you just think about 
other places that you are maybe picking up advice that wouldn't be as good. Yeah. You know, you're just, you're hearing it from the world. Maybe you read a quick article or blog. I mean, maybe, maybe those are good as well, but this is like an in-depth study, really getting to the point, really walking through the biblical principles. And so it's super valuable. Totally. And there is another thing that you said that I want to highlight, and that is that it's time to think. How about that? Um, When you read, hopefully, uh, you are thinking about the the stuff that you're reading. And so this is time for you to sit down and be intentional to give mental energy and focus to an important topic. And if we're not careful, we we could go long periods of time without thinking about important things. Yes. And just kind of like fumbling our way through our marriage Mm -hmm. just with whatever's in front of us, whatever problem we're facing, just get through it and then wait till the next one happens. And there's a very reactionary way to go through the uh, married Christian life, and it's not a good one. Yeah. Uh, This reading allows you to be proactive, to use your mind to think about what the Bible says about the thing that you're in. Yeah. A marriage. And so the longer... You the, the longer amount of time you spend reading, the, the more you are thinking about that thing. Mm-hmm. And that I think about that often with speed reading. It's like I could maybe speed read a book in an hour, and maybe I could glean some stuff, uh, and maybe I could cover the whole thing from, from start to finish. I could speed read the entire book, but I will have only thought about that actively mm-hmm. for the one hour's of, uh, worth of time that I was reading. right. But if I spend 10 hours on that same book, I will have thought yeah. about the stuff for 10 hours. So it's like stretching out the thinking and the processing about this topic. Is there like a two-hour version somewhere in between? <laughs> <laughs> that's not in between. Oh, or uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the 10 hours just sounds so long. But you're right. You're right. It's it's The point is so true. You're really thinking through it, Mm -hmm. analyzing it. So Mm -hmm. I just think, I guess all that to say, that's another reason there's value in reading. Right. Uh, I'll just add one more at least, and that is reading a book is helpful because in order for it to be a book, it has to go through certain um, like steps and rigors to become a book and get published. And that is uh, not the case with Facebook posts and tweets Mm -hmm. and comments here and there that are really cheap and really easy to publish, to become your own publisher, your own self-publisher, and kind of blast your opinions out there for the world. Um, A book kind of has been vetted. And, you know, the publisher is saying, this is a good book worth reading. And we've edited it. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, We've made sure that that it contains good and, and correct information, and you should read this. Yeah. The same can't be said a lot of, of a lot of the stuff around us. That's a really good point. I, I like I like thinking about that, especially in our world right now, because there are so everyone's saying something. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, you look at Facebook, there's just all these little snippets, little, you know, even just somebody can write a, their own blog and put it out there. And sometimes those are good. And sometimes it's like, who, who is this person? Who mm-hmm. am I reading? What are their credentials? What, right. what work have they put into this? So it is a, a more tested way to, to look for, to the experts for that yeah. advice. So, Okay. Well, there, there are a lot of values and we'll probably talk more about them as mm-hmm. we talk about these books that we're giving away in the future weeks. So let's shift now to like, how do you actually go about doing that Ooh. as a busy <laughs> wife and mother of four? 
Yikes. You want the one-hour version. <laughs> I want the cliff notes. <laughs> I like it when you read something, and then, <laughs> and then I just say, tell me what you read. This yeah. actually happens fairly regularly in our household, because you're the reader. We'll just, we'll just put it out there. Even when I was a kid, I didn't really want to sit for very long. I'm a mover and shaker, so you know, sitting down to read and even sitting down to ponder is not high on my priority list, <laughs> but... With all that being said, I think the how, I think there are possible choices out there. One is just you've got to plan it out. As soon as I've planned to read a book, I make it happen. When I just talk about wanting to read a book, I'd like to read more books. It just doesn't happen. So there have been times in my life where I've said, I want to read this book in the month of December. Or I've planned it out because I'm meeting up with someone and we're talking about the book, even if it's casually or maybe it's more formally. I'm going to make sure I've got my chapters read because we're meeting up in two weeks. So I think those getting a partner or just making a plan saying, I want to attack this book in the month of December and then finding those spots, that's, that's going to be helpful in actually achieving the goal. Mm-hmm. I have to say as well, I like listening to books. Does that count? Yeah, but- Does that but so I think just to your first one, yeah. uh, part of the challenge there is picking the right book. And right. so we're going to try to help with that. We're going to identify mm-hmm. some books worth reading, uh, but pick a book and then make a plan. I think those are two important steps to take. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I was going, <laughs> I was saying, does, does listening to a book count, Mark? What do you think? Is Absolutely. That, is that reading a book? Of course. Okay, good. Because I like that version too. Because I'm on the go or we're on a drive, you know, and and then I can get through more content because I'm a multitasker. So I think that's another way to get through a certain amount of books is by listening. And if you have a busy schedule, that can often plug into a certain spot. Yeah. And I think that's a perfectly valid way of reading. Yeah. So Good. Phew. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's even different, you know, it's a different experience. So. Right. It's good. Uh, there's another thing that you said, though. Oh, what was Ooh. it? You I said, said it so the, much. Just I, rapid fire. I know. Fire. It's like, wait, hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Wait a second. Take it back. Take it back a couple oh. steps. What did you say? Hang on. Um, oh, I know. Okay. It was, you, you said, jokingly, mm-hmm. I read the book and I just tell you about it. Yeah. And I don't think we should dismiss that. If we're talking about a married couple here, right. we're talking about a team, a husband and wife, and if one person reads more than the other person, well, you know, that's good for the non-reader on the team because they can glean some of the benefits of the reader. Yeah. And there are other benefits that the non-reader has that they can share with the reader. And so in this marriage, we get to help each other yeah. and sharpen each other. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with you saying, you know, tell me what you read, right? Uh, you know, give me the the thirty second version, <laughs> give me the fi- the ten minute version. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And 10. Um, and I can share a few thoughts, and you can benefit from that. Yeah, no, that's true, and it helps you think through and synthesize what you read and explain it to me. So we're getting to interact with the topic at that level together as well. Totally. Yeah. So when do you do this? You said you're a multitasker. Mm-hmm. You do it, you know, listening while you're doing dishes or driving or whatever. Mm-hmm. But car, yeah, 
you know, what are the times that you find to be good for you? Okay, I really see three times in my day. Okay. One, before the kids are awake. And that chunk of time is precious, and there's that's where my Bible reading time is. But that is a time when I've included reading through parts of a book as well. Second would be nap time or rest time midday. Sometimes, you know, lay your head down. Sometimes you do pay bills or a important phone call. But sometimes I grab a book, put my feet up, and I choose to think mm-hmm. about this topic for yeah. 20 minutes. And then sort of the last chunk, and I'm sure there are chunks in between, but for me is like when the kids are in bed. You know, So all <laughs> times when kids are unconscious. <laughs> the, the more unconscious, the better. <laughs> well, it's just, I mean, there I could sit down and I have midday when they're doing other things, but I'm saying that those seem to be the tried and true times for me. Now it's getting easier because the kids are getting older. So there are more times when they're all awake and, you know, but I see those three, if I really want to focus in on the book, that's when I'm going to try to accomplish it. I mean, and and I didn't say with the kids as well, right? Sometimes I'm sitting and reading with them, but that, I mean, that's a different topic, but yeah, well, I've, I've read things Mm -hmm. with them and thought through biblical concepts with them as well. Yep. And so, you know, this comes back to planning to read. And so if you are in a diff- different stage of life, you might be able to have different time slots to be able to read, but you know, the fewer time slots you have, the more intentional you have to be to put a plan together. Yeah. Um, for me, the answer is anytime before 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> All day, it, every day, no. <laughs> I mean, if it's after 8, it's That's game true. over. If That's it's after true. 8 p.m., I just, I will fall asleep. You'll be asleep. Uh-huh. So I need to read early mm-hmm. and um, and then, you know, at times when my schedule allows. But yes. I just think you need to know your schedule and, and then plan accordingly. Yeah. One of, a, one of the cool things we did have done in our marriage is um, we've said, hey, we're going to read, you know, whatever amount of days a week, we're going to read a certain amount of time, X amount of minutes before we turn on a show, before we even think about it. And not that we turn on one every night. I'm just saying... We're going to make sure, you know, these couple nights a week, we're going to read both of us for 20 minutes. And then sometimes that's turned into 30 or longer. Sometimes, you know, we make the 20 minutes and we're like, okay, you know, we've we've thought through it, we're done. But we've, that way we can work through pages and work through books when we kind of just said, hey, at this time, let's both read and then we'll share what we read and then go to the next thing. Yeah. And we all, I, I would assume just about everybody listening to this, knows what it's like to pull a book out, to have every mm. desire in the world yes. to read this book, yes. but to have it sit on the shelf and just stare you down. And, you know, months go by, <laughs> a year goes by. You just never read the book. Right, or you read like two chapters and then, that, yeah. We know what that's mm-hmm. like. So just a, the book is not going to read itself. This is an important way for you to spend time. So you just have to put it on the schedule. You've got to make it happen. And even if you do... 10-minute chunks, 15-minute chunks, you're going to chip away at that and yeah. you're going to, over time, make progress. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's our third? So our third. Our, we were just going to list section. off some books that have been helpful. Oh, yeah. Let's be quick here because okay. what's going to happen is in the next several weeks, we're going to highlight books that we're giving away and we're going to talk in more detail about those books and maybe even interview some of the authors. Uh, so we'll be you know, going into more detail about specific books, but In the meantime, um, one book that I read very early in our marriage that was really helpful Mm -hmm. was called God, Marriage, and Family. 
by Andreas Kostenberger. Mm, and I read I, that too, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty um, theologically heavy, but it's a really good book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read this before he ever became my uh, doctor father, uh, but that's who he is now. <laughs> Did you know he's my doctor father? <laughs> I didn't know it was called that. That's what it's called. In your PhD. Okay. All right. So he's my supervisor. Okay. Uh, or Dr. Fatter. Wow. Um, but, I, you know, I read this book. It was actually my first exposure to him. Huh. And um, it had a huge impact on the way I viewed our marriage from, yes. a, from a Christian perspective. Right. Um, so I think I encouraged you to read it. We talked about it. That was good. Yeah. Another helpful book that we have read is, uh, well, I read the, the guy's version, which is The Exemplary Husband mm-hmm. by Stuart Scott. And you read, what's the compliment? The, the Excellent Wife. Yeah, that was great. Walks you through it very, lots of scripture, really clear um, and easy to follow along. There's even an interactive like study guide that's paired with it. And so those are really helpful in preparing for marriage and maybe even coming back to, you know, kind of as like a, let me check back in. I know I've opened up chapters and gone back to it in our years of marriage. Totally. Um, This isn't about marriage, but we've read The Treasure Principle by Mm -hmm. Randy Alcorn. Really short, really simple, but just a helpful kind of orientation about the way you think about your money, which is an important marriage issue. Uh, We've read... It's more of a workbook than a, a, a like a book that you read from start to finish. Uh-huh. But it's called "Strengthening Your Marriage" by Stuart or by uh, Wayne Mack, mm-hmm. and it's basically just working through subjects, outline form, and then another that we'll mention here is "Each for the Other" by Brian Chapel. So, um, those are some books. Um, we've also previously on the podcast have we talked about Pastor Mike's book "Raising Men, Not Boys." Mm-hmm. So that's not about marriage particularly, but about parenting, and that is a really helpful book. So we're just going to highlight some of those, and then in the coming weeks, we're going to feature um, some yeah. of these Crossway books a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. So how do people get the free book? That's what I want to know. I mean, if I were listening, that's what I'd want to know. <laughs> yeah. So stop talking. Free stuff. Yeah. Free stuff. <laughs> okay, so here's what you do. Go to the Thriving Marriage Facebook page. Okay. So you should already like that page. If, right. I mean, if you don't like Follow the Thriving us. Marriage page, then what's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Problems. Go on to Facebook. There's Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany page. Uh-huh. Like it. And then uh, there there will be a link there mm-hmm. that says enter to win. And the first book we're going to give away is that that I mentioned, God, Marriage, and Family by Andreas Kostenberger. Awesome. So, so they'll have a few weeks to do that. A couple weeks, and then we'll announce the winner in a couple weeks. All right. Awesome. Great. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, and we will talk to you next time. All right. See you. See you.